Welcome to Let's Chit Chat Sis. I'm your girl Kimmy and this week's episode is a little sensitive. We talk about transgenders and their transitioning and how they may not be happy with the body they transitioned into. So join us on the porch for this really sensitive but understanding topic. Stay tuned. Tonight's topic is a good one because Celeste, you know what? You are you you bring it and all I gotta say is here you go. Take over, darling. So the reason why I brought up this topic, and I'm gonna tell you about it in a minute, is because I do on a daily basis interact with a lot of people who are transgender. Oh wow. Right? And and part of my day is I'm really beginning to, first of all, I think the, the biggest amount of disrespect is not getting educated, getting knowledge about something and being able to understand because we're so busy criticizing each other Absolutely. and we don't even take time to understand, right? So, okay. but there's some, there's some things that I just am still... You know, and I don't want to be disrespectful, but I wanted to have a girlfriend conversation because bring these type of things to the porch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm bringing it to the porch. And I, you bring you know, it to the porch? Could give me some education. So what brought this to my attention was, I'm a TikToker. I love Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. my television because I don't watch TV, right? So they, I've been, you know, once you click one thing in that category, it, it gives you more. Yeah, and I've been getting a lot of transitioning back. Like that's a thing, and I'm sure it has to be a thing. If people are transitioning, there's going to be some people that, for whatever reason, health reasons, you know, maybe disappointment. I don't know. They're transitioning back. Mm-hmm. It that brings me to this young lady who's 15, Wade's daughter, right? Yeah, Who wants to make this change and. Adults are making this decision that it's okay. I don't know if it's not okay. I just, I need to talk about it. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm glad you said that we need to talk about it. Like, I mean, I know that's not our child or anything like that. But Celeste, like, until you brought this up, I never thought about it. I never thought about it. Did you think Me either. It? I never thought about it. Because I just, I always had in my mind, and maybe this is prejudging. I'm so sorry never to offend anybody. I just figured that if you have made that decision, which is has to be a really tough decision to make, how did you make a decision to go and try to go and reverse all of that? Because I'm sure that wasn't an easy decision physically. Like physically, mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about just the mental part. The mental part is like, whoa. But physically, you want yeah, to try that, to, uh, okay, so let's, I, I need you, I, I got, like, I'm going to do you. I got lots of questions. Yeah, I got a lot I, of questions, I, too, so I'm ready. Let's go. Conversations, but let me preference what you said. So, there's a video we shared amongst mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. that talked about a gentleman who talked about one therapy session. I have people that are in my group that have been devastated by events, and they've gone to therapy for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One session not all of them some because it's taboo you don't want to make them make people feel uncomfortable about their decisions if they're telling you that they're in the wrong body and they feel a certain way we have to believe that's what they're saying you know what i'm saying right, so it's right, hard. Right. it's hard well, to make the decision but that like that sound like some insurance cap prayer crap that somebody decided that that is so 
stop. Like one yeah, yeah, yeah. hell, you don't even know the therapist with one session. Right. <laughs> like I mean, they're the doing it so quickly now that it's ridiculous. And they probably never even met the person. They probably did a virtual one. And you know, like what in the world is going now, on? Now I don't discount that, Kimmy. No, I don't know that that whether it's in person or or, okay, in, or right. virtual, whether or not that, that makes a difference. But because if it's a psychological evaluation. I just say that maybe you have to look at people's body language, you know what I mean? To speak a lot for you. Because when you do something virtually, you can't see somebody's whole body move. I think you need to see somebody sometimes to see if they're telling Mm -hmm. the truth or what Mm -hmm. they really are speaking. That's why I said um, in person, because especially something so delicate like this, you want to just blow them off. And I'm saying, I don't care who get mad, blow them off with one session. You know what I mean? You said that it is a delicate topic. Yeah, that's okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, okay. I don't know that it's all one, one session for most, but I did interact with my girlfriend at work and she expressed the same thing. She said, but she also expressed, she's transgender, but she also expressed that it's such taboo in some places that that's all. I mean, they don't even have enough education to make these decisions. Like, how do you tell somebody they're not in the right body? That they're in the okay, wrong. Y'all, we didn't even tell the folks what the topic is, actually. Let's talk about what the yeah, topic tra- is. Heck. Yeah, go ahead and clarify that. I thought I made mention of the transitioning back, but you, you put it in a in a that's, little that's the nice bow. <laughs> that's the topic. Transitioning back. Transitioning back. So last, what else? What transitioning back? Yeah, go ahead, girl. Just so we're clear, I just wanted to be clear if people knew what yes. we were talking about. Transitioning yes. back that that Before. makes me feel scared. I ain't gonna lie, y'all can look at me any way y'all want, but that make me look feel scared to just think be, about it. Huh? It'd be scary because yeah. if you're having surgery or any kind of surgery, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I I got some weight, you know, fluffiness that I could probably do something with, but you know, they're not going. They want you to to lose the weight and go to therapy and go see somebody else and see. And after a while, I was like, well, dang, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't do it. But if you look at all that protocol they, they have in place just for, for weight loss. So um, if you take your penis off or put it back or, you know what I mean? Um, like that video, Mel. Okay. Yeah. Listening to the gentleman in this video was talking about being transgender, but also having the top and bottom operation, mm-hmm. right? And then not realizing how evasive it was and how it was going to make him feel because the, the being in the body that they wanted to be in was great, but the recovery mm-hmm. and the loneliness was a was a big thing. So he did express. Be- having a little bit of regret that's all i'm saying if we're going to do it shouldn't it be commute a lot of things going on like this I is think that t- should be a session in its own S- uh ma'am sir let me explain you know after you have business removed um not just the four to six weeks you're going to be recovering you're going to have this feel, this feel, you're going to most likely go through these. These may be the side effect. You may have this, this, and this. This should be laid out. Don't we have that with any surgery we have? And they might, they might lay it out. See, we don't know enough to know if that's true, but, but yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot of 
of, of, a, of, there's a lot of people mentioning that they're transitioning back. Even in that story, it talks about a, an enormous amount. So maybe we do need to safeguard our babies because. I think that like far as um, they away, um, I think that um, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union should give her some time. You know what I mean? Give her time. That's my, not to say I'm telling her no, but give her at least when she's 18 years old. You know what I mean? Where she's in the, oh, uh, I don't even consider yourself a whole full adult. That's an adult decision. But, the, but, but give her to 18 where she, she legally can make decisions on her own. You know what I mean? Don't, don't um, listen to, listen to your heart because she pulling on your heartstrings right now. Because 18 years old, you already know we all have raised kids. And I, maybe we didn't have raised kids to be changing genders or whatever, but we all have raised kids. You all know from one year to the next, some shit change. You know what I mean? So give her a chance to make a decision on her own. And if she make that decision too, that's going to be her decision and not where you could be having remorse and blaming it on your parents because they did it. You see what I'm saying? So. Yeah. I, I think they I think they should give it some time. You know, I, I, I said this to Celeste. Um, you know, um Zaya, Zaya's mother, her biological mother, is against it. You know what I mean? Because she thinks that they're trying to um publicize it, on it. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, all those factors probably is weighing on this little girl's head, you know what I mean? So um I'm going to call her what she wants to be. She wants to be a little girl, but give her time. If she wants to be a little girl, she's being a little girl now, but let, let, let the, without all the changes, with all, without all the changes, give her, give her opportunity to be able to, because what are you saying? Is, is she getting ready to go have sex? I'm going to put it out there. You know what I mean? I think we can be in support of our children without pushing them in the direction of making permanent changes. Right. I, I definitely agree with you. I think that I was watching this PBS special where these kids at eight and nine and seven were getting like, they were transitioning and they were getting hormones to reject their hormones. And I'm like, the parents is going for this at seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. They're like, it's the best time. And it's like, but what about when they get 15 and decide they want to go back, you know, to whatever they were? It's really difficult as a parent because we don't have a, we, there's no playbook for this, right? We're just winging it. There's none. We're it's just winging it. But, I'm a perfect, you, I'm but one of the best things we've done as parents for a long time is we've let it play out. We just say, hey, you can do whatever you want to do for right now, but we're not going to make any permanent changes until you are sure that this is what you want to do. And they can say at nine, I'm sure, but I'm sure at nine, I want to be a boy, but what about when I'm 12 and I don't want to be a boy anymore? You know? So I think we need to let it play out through, throughout the series of time. It's, it can be difficult for parents because, you know, kids are threatening suicide and blah, blah, blah. That's the thing. That's the thing. Now it's such a thing as being miserable in your own body. And I know that that's a thing. So mm. yeah fine line between do you make them wait and then they're miserable and they don't want to be here anymore like I think this this is so major and it's so it's so unfortunate that we're so uneducated about it mm-hmm. can we I, just can we just take a take a, a step back and with with the child and and, and do do the thing somebody somebody mentioned keep them in therapy and while while they they coast through this you know what I mean 
Like, um, don't leave them out here to be, you know, bewildered on their own. Put them in therapy and you be in therapy with them. You know what I mean? Because I don't know how y'all feel, but if my kids at 15 years old and they want to, um, you know, trans and be a transgender person, I think I need therapy too. It's not that I, I dislike it or anything like that, but it's different than what I birthed in the world. You know what I mean? So I got to go through things too. So I can see myself making irrational decisions. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. I'm not going to be thinking emotionally sound. So all of us need to be somewhere getting our head. We all need therapy. Yeah. That's a good point. That makes a good even point. Even for me, I felt like I needed therapy even for my son to start having sex because I felt like sex is a really big decision. It's a very adult decision, especially now with, you know, especially with Roe v. Wade, where, you know, the overturning. And so it's like, you know, this is real, you know. So imagine having somebody come to you and say, I don't want to be a boy anymore. I want to be a girl. I want to be a girl. I don't want to be a boy. Whatever it is. I, I feel like that's a big decision for all parties involved, especially intimate parties, mother, father. Hey, I'm going to play the devil advocate, OK? Because y'all know I like playing it, too. Um, Zaya, Zaya, whatever. So, Zaya, I'm sorry, I keep on jacking. Zaya, Wade. Okay, she's 15 years old. She's getting a four full morphous of a body change to be a female. Okay, now you changing her to a female is only removing her male genitals and giving her breasts and stuff like that. You're not going to give her a uterus, ovaries, and all these things like that because that's not capable. She's not capable of having that. You know what I mean? You're just removing her and giving her what her exterior is going to look like a vagina, okay? But it's not going to function fully like a vagina because you can't build that into her. So mm-hmm. what is the purpose of changing her like that? Are you preparing her to be sexually active in another different way? Because why aren't you not waiting? She's 15. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm just saying, why is it such a, a rush issue now? Because at 15 years old, or, you know, I'm look, I'm not blind because I know there's 15 year old kids having sex. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. but I'm just saying, is that the rush to prepare? Is that the conversation she's having with you or whatever? But have we have we not said that, OK, maybe you want to try to be intimate with the parts you have now? You see what I'm saying? Because it ain't like they're not usable. You, you see what I'm saying? It's yeah. being honest. It's not well, like I think these kids are threatening now and they're concerned with the psychological effects of not acknowledging what the kid is feeling. And these kids are also threatening. A lot of times I'm hearing, you know, suicide. I don't want to live in this body anymore. And, and you can't discount that because you don't know how desperate somebody can be to not part. be where they are. Right, Celeste? Right? That's the scary part. That's the scary part. Yeah, but say, you know, um, I, I, I'll say I wouldn't want to be in that position because I probably would be laid up on somebody's couch asking for plenty of drugs. Because, I mean, I, well, I'm going to do that. I'm going to drug us all. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that, that is the rough one. Celeste. Oh, I'm going to throw some salt in the wound. The two that we're talking about the young lady that I spoke that I saw on TikTok and this gentleman they all were adults when they made that decision (gasps) so now what because we know I did some stuff at 30 that I just didn't I what the heck did I do 
I pierced my tongue at 35. I was like, Lord, I lost all my all of my senses. But that was something <laughs> as simple as piercing everything in my body. But it, no harm, no foul. They closed up and I kept it moving. But sometimes as adults, we make, we make decisions very, very, you know, and I don't know, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody's um but you know, feelings or decisions, but I've made decisions and I thought it was going to be greener on the other side. And I was just as miserable. I thought I being wouldn't want to be a four foot 11 man though. I don't think I would want to be. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm, a, I'm grown. I ain't growing no more. I think we, I think adults, we have to put a little more on them because you have the capacity to understand the background and research and all the psychosocial things that go with it. I don't really give adults a pass like that. I mean, I, I, I don't. Okay, so here's the other thing. Celeste, you said this to me earlier. Tell them about the community, because now transgenders have a, a solid community. Oh, they, uh, well, so I only spoke to one very nice young lady, and she said, that's a cop-out. I have no respect for that. Detransitioning is a cop-out? Yeah, that's what she said. Wow. I tried to get her to come on, and she said, no, it won't be nice. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, almost like denouncing, I'm not going to be black anymore, you know, and and, and everybody's like, <laughs> I told her, I'm not going to be black. We're going to do an episode <laughs> on that for, for people who don't want to be black no more. Because, yeah, I mean, you out there. It's, it's a real thing. Like we, it's a we, real thing. People that we know have den- identified, like a Mac Jackson. He didn't want to, you know. He didn't want to be black no more. We all done been there, though. I used to say I was Indian, so come on. <laughs> but, but I mean, maybe- but look, hey, you you got to think about it. we 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 all got all kinds of things mixed into us. You know what I mean? So, you know, but where people just don't want to identify being that. So, you know, but um. When I just when you said that, I just was thinking that's a strong community because they already know they at odds. Yeah, they already know. They yeah. already know they at odds. So now you transition back out, okay? The the community you going back into was the community you you went out. I could see that going terribly wrong. Can't you see that going terribly wrong? Because now okay. you just feel like you isolated. Because didn't we have a problem when we thought you wanted to be, you know, because people are so just wishy-washy. Now the, this group don't want you, and this group is not going to be um, receptive unless, and I, I'm going to keep it real, unless you may go to some some Bible thumper that they say, okay, throw yourself down here and you and you you you, you cure it now. You know what I mean? Because everybody got a, a, a reason why you did it in the first place. So, yeah, you know, but um, that one was that one uh, was a, a eye opener. So, did she say anything else, um, Celeste? Well, um, she said, "Well, what I was stuck in my head is that video we listened to. Mm-hmm. Did you hear the part in the video where the gentleman said how lonely he was, mm-hmm. so, and how less less." active he was after the change it was almost like the people that were interested in him was interested in the whole idea right once he became a man it was like eh, he's just a man <laughs> right. <laughs> right 
But the, but let's let you know what what do you think was gonna happen? Somebody was gonna be woody tooty all in woo woo all your life over you. You know things like this is you just you you the flavor for for when you for the for a moment. You know like I don't know. I ain't try to be mean because you know I think he was going going through some stuff now. You know what I mean? He but going I'm through. gonna be disrespectful because I, this is not just the transgender world because I don't want anybody to think this is this is just happens to be today's topic. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you that I tiptoe around all day. I change genders all day couple of times a day. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And being an old timer, you know, I'm okay now, but when I first got into this area, it really wasn't, I didn't understand how fragile this was. I figured Mm. you make a decision, you're coming to me and everything is okay, but there's a lot of baggage that comes with that, right? So if, Mm. if we make a mistake and use the wrong pronoun, is disrespectful, but oh, I'm a whole lady, and I ain't never said they to one person, and and I was like, that's bad English. Like, what? how does that work anyway? When you say they to somebody who you're talking to, they who, who that, what does that mean? They don't, they? They, don't, they don't declare so, any gender, so they just they're just they're picking up really all genders in all, both. so yes. that's why they're a they. Yes. So I'm talking to you, and I say they but i'm talking they, to you they them or you yeah i don't them. even know how because that's almost like putting somebody in the third person. that's terrible english yeah that's terrible english yeah. so. so i've mastered it because i do it all day uh-huh. and i have very very lovely people that are working for me that are use that pronoun and that are transgender so i have learned to appreciate it and be able to to you know comply but at first it wasn't malicious it was just like you said it just sound right so when i was speaking about them i was like who i'm like what <laughs> so it was hard oh and i know so I, said, I have a hard time because i hate when i hear people talking to third person you know that just so like, i can't say you like if i'm talking to you kimmy i can't say you did such and such and such no that my name is them <laughs> no, no. So when you're talking to me, when you're talking to me, you can refer to me by my name. But if you're talking about me, it's not she or he; it's them. Oh, okay. And then the person will be looking at. I'm you gonna be like, fucking up. That's what I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna be. Wait, who else are you talking about? <laughs> you know. Okay, so I'm gonna stop saying okay because I don't want nobody to come get me. The very important. So if you want to be safe. Uh-huh. Use, use Bill. Who? Use the person's name. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Okay, gotcha. That's totally okay. However, they are reciprocating it to me by using my name, and I'm from the old school, and don't call me by my name. My name is Miss Davis. Uh-oh. Nasty if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> and we were having a struggle at the beginning. They were calling me by my first name, and I was like, no, 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 no. I got gray hairs older than you. I need you to call me Miss and then use my last name. So we had a struggle, but I I just felt like, you know, we need to start this conversation because not educating ourselves and not acting like it's happening is right. not. It's not. Look, it's I not mean, okay. I think this was a really good episode. I don't, like I said, like I get tongue tied when I think about certain things because my brain is moving so fast because I've never heard 
of this or even thought about it. I'm just, you know, getting acclimated to so many changes. I mean, I don't know if you remember, Celeste, remember the stylist I used to have in my shop. Went from Dakota to Olivia and gorgeous, gorgeous. Got there at the end when she was already trans. When she was, mm. No. Caucasian. And had blonde hair and just, I mean, went and, and I could see the part where he struggled in the beginning and people was not accepted. And I was just like, um, I just tried to. Hormones like, will make you, know, you struggle. Yeah, he struggled in the beginning because he was trying his hardest to find out what fit him and so on and so on. And, you know, what clothes was going to bring out more of a feminine feature. Now he did hair and stuff like that. So he had to go through the phase of growing his hair, you know, and because he had his hair cut short. Um, so he was buying wigs. So you got to find the right wig that looks right on you, you know, and he was thin. But honey, when I tell you two years later, look good. Hair was red. Came in with a pencil suit on with a Gucci pocketbook and mm -hmm. heels. I was like, hey. It was perfect. It was worth perfect. It. Yeah. Look better than we look. <laughs> Makeup flawless. Flawless. And it wasn't, it wasn't overdone. It was none of that stuff. But even having a conversation with him after that, the struggle was still there. So it's so many phases that they go through. The struggle was still there because now you're still trying to be in a, a almost trying to be in a normal realm where people say, "Okay, you you're you're a female. You're 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 a female," and not have people rehash and bring you back, you know, here and say, "No, you're not really that." So I just um, have a lot of empathy for people that have to go through warfare in their mind. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. you're not happy. You know what I mean? You're not happy. And, you know, I say this to my kids. I'm sure y'all say it to, to your kids. I can't never hate you for the decision you make because ultimately, as a parent, I just want you to be happy. Exactly. I, want you to I have be a question for you guys. Mm -hmm. You know, if I, if, I, if I put on a pair of basketball shorts and I go outside and challenge, the you know, the guys, to a basketball game. Does that not make me still a woman? Like, I'm just trying to figure out, are we playing dress up? Because when these people are detransitioning, have they really fully considered, and I'm probably going to get dragged for this, but have they really fully considered all the consequences? I'm like, when I go outside and I play basketball, which I don't know how to play, but if I'm outside playing, I'm still a woman. Do I need to dress up like a man to feel like a man? I don't, I don't need to do that. Uh, I, I'm going to say just by seeing, um, and I hate to use her as an example, like the, the Caitlyn Jenner, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I remember her when she was telling her, her 60 minute story. Um, mm -hmm. She didn't feel, she, she hadn't gone through any surgery. She didn't feel like she was a woman unless she dressed like one. And know what I thought in my mind? Hey, as a woman, we don't dress like women. We dress just to dress. Just dress. Just dress. Like you gonna have on sweatpants and a t-shirt. Do you feel and that's like why I think needed? there needs to be a lot of psychological conversation yeah. 
Yeah, that was a really good point, Mel. Like, okay, you go outside to take the trash out or something, or you go just to the to the Wawa or 7-Eleven, Celeste or Mel. You're not dressing as a as a woman to go there. You're not got a skirt on and some heels. You can go in there some sweatpants or whatever. Basketball shorts, some tights, whatever. Gender is very important to to somebody who's transgender. And I'm not speaking on behalf of them. I'm only telling you what I've been exposed to. No, I get it. It's very important that you know and identify them as what they feel inside. Okay, so for example, Mm -hmm. them at my office looks very very much like a woman. Mm. Bow, 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 bow. And they hate hate how they look. But some days they like how they look. Mm. 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 I think they go back again to maybe it's going to be a lifetime of care that needs to be there. You know what I mean? A lifetime of um, having some type of therapy in place. Mm-hmm. Let me tell y'all something else that's really important. And let me give you this little fun fact. So one day I was admitting this patient into a hospital that I was working at. Uh, I was traveling and this patient comes in and this patient had this disease that is only prevalent in women, but this appears to be a man. Mm. And this patient does not say, I'm not truly a man. I, I, I identify as a woman. Patient... That's a, another health concern because I'm like, this pa- this disorder is only prevalent in women. So how would this patient have this? And finally, the doctor and I are sitting there and finally the patient says, admits, you can't be treated even though I think it's, it's, it's very much psychological is what I'm saying. You have to be able to tell the people who need to know what your condition is because we can't help you if you don't, if you don't tell us, and I'm sitting there saying, this wouldn't be something that a man would have. I don't know, which I don't even remember what the disorder was at this point, but it was a disorder that is only prevalent in women. And the patient was name was man, male. Everything about the patient was masculine, but the patient never revealed that I've transitioned or anything. And that's an important fact. It's okay. like, I'm going to give one more fact, though, too. Not just physically, <coughs> what, what physically that you did, okay? This mm. is to talk about um, just what you just said, Mel. What about you have changed everything? Your IDs, mm-hmm. every single thing, down at the court, name and everything. Because, you know, that's legality. They have changed everything. Now you got to change that back. You know what I mean? You got to change oh. that back. Do you know that has to be psychologically um, terrifying for somebody to even think about that? Do you think about that being that out? Like, you know, just being able, you got to go and do this, you know what I mean? And change this. You can't continue if you want to change back to. Can you imagine getting out of the name Ramel to the name Kimmy and then having to go back to Ramel? So let me speak to Ramel. I, I am not representing transgender community. I'm not. I just have had a little bit of exposure. Mm-hmm. So to your point, Ramel, I have some in my office that when I ask for them to bring baby pictures, without thinking, 
I said, everybody bring a baby picture. They pull me to the side and say, I don't ever want to see a baby picture of me. They don't even want to see them as that other. So this gentleman used to be a woman. Might just be, I have refused to even look back ever. But his baby picture in his mind could be the day that he transitioned. Yes. But I'm saying the reason why they're not disclosing it is something that they've erased from. I but think it's, I it's, it's, un, it's unethical and it's not going to help them if you come to the emergency room and are admitted to the hospital and you don't reveal that you were born a man or born a woman and you transition or retransition. And you still, you know, and it's, that's a problem for treatment. You have, because there are diseases that men have that women don't get. You got a prostate? You don't. Know you know what I'm saying? We don't. And so well, if you haven't had all of the surgeries, we can't help you if you don't tell us. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't make you drop your drawers and be like, oh, he got a penis. Or if you've had the surgeries and there's still certain things that women get. And I think that's really important that we don't miss this in this episode that, yes, while it is very enlightening to know whether you're a male or a female, born a male or female, and you can do whatever you want. I, I, I don't I don't you know, I'm not against anybody being whoever they want. Sometimes yeah. I want to be a man for five minutes. I want to know what it feels like right before you come. Right when you come and right after you come. Five minutes. That's all I need. But at the end of the day, when it comes to real situations, I'm just like, I need to treat you. So you need to tell me whether you were born a man or a woman. And that's the importance of what I'm saying. That's yeah. all. Of I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. I think it makes sense. I think that but when someone is trans had already transitioned and they moved, removed their body parts, you know what I mean? Um, they can't remove everything. You can do okay. a hysterectomy, but you're still a woman. Well, when you have a hysterectomy, there's no more ovaries. There's no more uterus. There's no more. Nothing. But That's you're still a woman. And there are still areas where you can get cancer. Right. Well, if you think about it, think about the lot, the gynecological part of it. If they remove your cervix, when you get a hysterectomy. If you don't have depending on what kind of hysterectomy you get, depending on what kind of hysterectomy you get. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they remove everything, if they remove everything, then you're still you but you're still technically a woman. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying we we we, I don't want to really dismiss the talking about somebody will come for us and start talking about and that's important about not disclosing what they may have because if they remove something and and they get it back, okay, they want to come back to their, their old gender. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think that they may not have a problem telling you who, what they're, they're trying, you know, who they are. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, if they have an ID and they've already transitioned over, how you going to tell them, how they going, how you going to tell them that they're not who they are? That's going to be something where you're going to have to try to figure it out. You see what yes. I'm saying? And t- for, for, for record purposes, that information is sealed. It's sealed. It's like never to be seen again. And if you think about somebody close, shut that ch- chapter off in their life, that ain't me no more. You know what I mean? That I mean, guess what? At the end of the day, when you slide them under that machine and get that MRI, oh, you'll know what they are. So they ain't never got to tell you. So you, you'll know what they are. Um, if their breast has been removed or whatever else been removed, they are male now. 
think about it. That's still that that's those, those things that used to be there. Men, men still get men get breast cancer and stuff too. They they get the same thing we get in that area. But if you slide the mother in the MRI to a CAT scan or something like that, so you gonna tell what what's going on. But I think they have a hard time with um trying to make some with somebody trying to make them relive or rehash. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something that they have totally shut their mind off to. So um. I don't know. This was a deep conversation. This is like, this was a deep conversation. Like um, y'all to that. Oh, Lord. That's all I got to say. It's um, really deep. It really is so really much. Deep. It's, it, it, it makes me really, it makes me feel a certain way because um, I always think about people just not having the, um, you know, everybody got a choice. I, I just want to put this out there. Don't we all have a choice to do whatever we want to do? For the most the consequences that come along with your choices. You, you see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if, if somebody changes their self and then they become very unhappy, you know, um, was they ready for the consequences? You know, so I, I feel sorry for people that get um, in this type of tumultuous life when they just look and seek happiness. Happiness shouldn't be that hard. You know, it just, it shouldn't mm-hmm. be that hard. It's, it's really sad. So that just brings me back to, um, I, I'm going to get my final thought. I know you ain't asked it yet, but I'm going to get my final thought. Yes. What is your final thought? <laughs> my final thought is, because um, we start off with Zaya Wade, that um, they give her a chance to become an adult. Give her a chance to become an adult. She can still enjoy her life as a, um, as, I can't remember what her name was before. What was her name before? Anybody remember? Mm. Because it's been it's been Zendaya for the longest time. So yeah, I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't even know what's, what her name is, but she, so everybody looks at her and she looks so cute. Do you see her now? Her little picture and she bad. She, she bad. She cute. She's a cutie. She got a round face like you, Mel. She got that little perfect little round face. She do. She is gonna be. She's somebody gonna pick her up with, as a model if they already mm-hmm. haven't done so. Because she got this cute little round face. Her little chocolate self. She is a cutie. So give her a chance to me. This is my opinion. You can do whatever you want, but give her a chance to uh, make a decision. When she turned 18, can't look over here and say, I did nothing. You did it. You decided to do it. And I love you regardless. That's my final thought. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ramel? I think I think it's really difficult to look at kids and just be like, you know, oh, you can do. We've done this a lot. Everybody gets a, a participation award. We're doing this a lot now. And we're letting kids do whatever they want. And I don't agree with it. I don't agree with a nine-year-old saying, I feel trapped. I'm in a, you know, I'm a man trapped in a woman's body. I'm a woman trapped in a man's body. I feel like, okay, we can support you, but we don't have to, you know, allow you to make genital transition because maybe one day you're going to feel like you want to go back. So that's the detransitioning thing. I think that's difficult to do as a parent. I know it's difficult, but I think there's a way to support the kid without allowing them to make major life decisions. And Mm -hmm. I think it's so hard um, for us as parents in this day when we're like getting on society's getting on. It's like, you're not a good parent. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. No, I'm going to support my kid by saying, yes, if you want to be a woman, I'm going to support you. But right now, we're not going to make any major decisions until mm-hmm. you are sure this is what you want. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. But you're nine. You know, 
15, 16, 17, 18. Let's let's wait till then to let them make these decisions before we have to worry about detransitioning that because that's a whole nother issue. How psychologically messed up is it to have to go back to the self you hated? That's wow. a lot. And that's what I was getting ready to say. I noticed your final thought, Mel. But well, mm-hmm. just to piggyback on what you just said. So, you know, when you're you have a minor child, you're responsible for them. You know what I mean? So how does that even work out? You know, if you say no, do they go to the court on you or what? You know what I mean? How does that work out? You know, because you're saying no, not right now. You make that decision when you become an adult. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that you can't, you know, trans be a transgender person with the, the gender that you want. But right now, I'm not going to take the responsibility of making that decision when you should make the decision when you are of age. You know, mm-hmm. so that's yeah, really avoid a lot of detransitioning. Yeah. Or detransition. Oh Lord, that'd be that would be, I think that would be traumatizing, but you know. So my opinion, Celeste, is just, you know, put a pause on it, support the person, give them a pause, give them a moment, let them just take a break, take a beat. If you can't take a beat, then you don't really want this because anything you want is worth waiting for. Uh (laughs) Uh Well, with my final thoughts, I, you know, I'm coming from a different perspective. So I feel like I'm calling out all of the churches and the doctors and the therapists and all of them. And I'm, I want, I, my final thought is that we need to be more educated so we can make better choices for people who come to us and ask for things like that. Right. So we could be more sympathetic. I mean, I I know it doesn't apply, but like I was looking for a doctor for my mom and my mom says, I want a woman because she'll understand. And and I'm saying for you as a person that's never been in a position where you hate yourself or don't like your body, you could probably offer some benefit to me if you could identify yeah. with at least some education. Yeah. Say, you know, I know this is how you feel, but do you know that happiness doesn't come from what you look like? It comes from inside and all these other great things. And, then, and maybe we can make better choices. And the person that we're talking to says, Kaha, okay, I'm not stuck in anybody's body, just don't like being a man, right? You, you know, maybe. Yeah, maybe I could think about it. And for the kids too, somebody that I could identify or been through it. And maybe they do do that. I don't know. But we just making decisions like it's just tic tacs and it's just making me. I mean, it just sounds like it. It just, I'm talking about the list of them on my desk and I'm changing and I'm changing. And, 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 and I, I don't understand enough to say, whoa, you know. Explain to me what's going on, but um, that's just my thought. I charge everybody. This is this is not just one community's problem. This is all of our problems. Yeah, that's all. Of Absolutely, our <clears throat> we're going to have to live this ten years from now. Well, mm-hmm. um, thank you again, Celeste, because you did a wonderful job. Um, this was a really good topic, and mm-hmm. um, I think we need to have a follow up topic. Um, I said this to Mel today because we need to have a follow up topic. Black people not want to be black, but y'all might laugh about that. But I'm I'm serious. It's, oh, there's a lot. Black people not want to be black. You know, um, maybe we need to get somebody on here who don't want to be black. We just have to sit there and put our mute on. But you know, that would be very interesting, don't you think? That would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. I think I know somebody. 
You do? I think I know somebody. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, what? we have to talk about that. But again, thank you, Celeste. You did an awesome job. So um, before we wrap this all up, Celeste, um, mm-hmm. we know you are a life coach and you do so much for so many people. You can tell because she, Mel, wasn't she the most empathetic out of both of us? Yeah, she was so empathetic. <laughs> I, I was ready to be like, Celeste, I want to talk <laughs> You know what's going on. <laughs> but I forgot she's a life she's coach. She's the most empathetic, yeah. Lord. Bless her heart. She, thank God for her. So before we wrap this up, please, um, because you, guys, you tempered me down. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, right, right. Because you made, made me want to not drop any F bombs or anything like that. So that was, right. that was a good thing. So Celeste, before, before, as we wrap this up, please tell everybody where they can um meet you on your, your wonderful platform. Well, I am on all social media platforms and I'm normally under just my name, Celeste Davis, but I also have fiercely committed to me. And, you know, I'm going to bring this topic to my group, but I'm on Facebook in a private group, but we keep it private because we have these kind of conversations and we want to, we don't want any judgment. We want to be able to have conversations and get and help each other. So Facebook, Instagram, I'm on TikTok. And to your point, you can't be a great life coach if you don't understand people and what their passion and where they're coming from and what makes them tick. So I'm just trying to get as much education as possible. I can't, I can't explain no other reason why I'm at this godforsaken job. It must be but I think that, I think that God put you in a place where you needed to be. That's what I think. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. yeah. All right. Y'all. So join us every Wednesday when we drop a new episode and we're on all of the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok and YouTube. We're on every and Twitter. Y'all don't know we don't know how long we're gonna be on there, but we're on there too. But um join us every Wednesday when we drop a new episode. And joining me tonight is Les Davis. Ramel, peace. <laughs> and I'm your girl Kimmy. Have a great week on purpose and we'll see you then. <laughs>